you will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I dot com. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Vanessa is living it up with Kristen Cavallari at 30A. So I brought our favorite, Mani, from Mixing with Mani on with me to talk all things Roni, but mostly all things Potomac. And I think I should start off by saying thank you so much for convincing me to watch Potomac. You're so welcome. I think it's probably the most, um, it's the, it's the biggest impact I've ever had on lives. Um, the amount of people that tell me like, Hey, you were kind of right about that show because it was, I, I started watching this from the very beginning. People were like, I remember telling you guys, like, there's so many housewives on, there's so many girls to keep up with. And I was like, but these girls are worth it. And now we all are on the same page and I, I love it. I felt like last, so we, we caught up to get ready for last season, Vanessa and I did. So this is like yes. our second season of being like all in. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people shifted last season, like, okay, Potomac can bring it and they brought it. And now I feel like everyone is watching Potomac, which is really mm-hmm. fun. Like it's on the same level of Beverly Hills, which, um, excuse me, Nicki Minaj is walking, watching Potomac. You, can we talk? Wait, do you think she's really doing the reunion? I think that Andy, love him, would never, like his ego would just never let her fully take over. No, but like but a segment? I also think it would be so stupid of him not to let her do something because she would pull endless ratings, especially from people who are not like diehard Bravo fans yeah. who just like tap in and out. They would instantly want to be like, wait, Nicki Minaj is hosting something? What are we talking about? I think it would be really fun. They, should have, they have to involve her in some, in some way. I completely, just like, I think if they do that, maybe Rihanna gets to do something with Roni. She should just be on it. I'm sorry. She I think she should just walk through at this point. <laughs> and I, what, what do we think about her being like Team Leah? Like, she's obsessed, but she loves Leah. A little, I'm okay. I'm struggling with Leah. I loved, loved, loved Leah season one, um, her season one. Uh, there's parts of her I like this season, but there's parts I can't stand. I will say though, universally, I truly love Ebony and Sonia. I'm going to be a broken record. Their friendship to me is the most refreshing and most surprising thing happening on running right now. 
it's really fun. I actually like both of them going to Martin without Leah. Like, I like that he's now just like the guy, like he's the <laughs> Roni girls guy. And I like, I, I, I do like their friendship. I think it's fun. She's like trying to find Sonia a man and Sonia and her like boxing and doing like boxing therapy together. Like, it's cute. I like, I like them. I actually do think that's a really cute chemistry. I, I love that Ebony is like these other women don't, really like let Sonia realize her own worth and she sees it. And I, I don't know. I just think it's a really, I don't, I'm really enjoying it. I wasn't expecting that. I think we all just thought Ebony and Leo were going to be buds. And so I'm loving that it's Ebony and Sonia. Uh, what, what did you think about the breakup that no one's shocked by Luann and Garth are done. So how will she get her lamb curry now? I'm so concerned for I mean, her eating. She can just order it like the rest of us. Like, girl, it's just like, okay. I didn't even think that was even a real thing. I'm surprised that I did not think they were ever gonna they were ever going to mention it again. I thought that he was just like, you know, like like a la Kenya and Giselle like hiring a man to film with because you need a storyline. Like, that's what it felt like. So I felt like we weren't really going to invest in that so deeply. Like, I sh- surely she didn't think we cared. I, I don't know who gave her when that When he came idea. up, I was like, oh, yeah, they were dating. Like, it was kind of yeah, like, right. I like, okay. And, oh, interesting. But I will say it's interesting to me because it's like, that just goes to show that Luann, Ramona, and Sonia, and I talked about this on my podcast, they, I think that one of them at a time should be rotated out. And I know that's a hot take because they are the, sole purpose people watch that show but the ratings just they, don't though? reflect that they have anything interesting going on at least soon is willing to get into the mix with the new women luann and ramona like what are like why are you there luann would thrive as a friend of oh i think she did great as a friend of and if we remember correctly it's what made her be brought back it so, is yeah some mystery girl like let's get a i think we should rotate out we should do like the dorinda medley approach Dorinda come back next season. It's been like a season or two off. She's dried out. Not really, but she come back <laughs> and then Luann leaves, needs to dry out as well, come back. And then Ramona can just be gone for a little bit. I need time to miss Ramona. I talk about this all the time. I actually think it's just time. I love me some Sonia and I will be like, I think maybe Luann and Ramona leave and Sonia's friend of, I think though, with Ramona, I think the thing we missed with, OC is they just, that was the end of Vicky and Tamara. It was just, it was done. I think because we've seen her in our homes for so long, we need some sort of like pretty bow on this chapter. I want you to be like the Hills where it's like Lauren Conrad exited and K Cav came on in and took over the Hills. I think it's like Ramona exits and like Avery or like somebody <gasps> young comes in maybe not Avery but you know what I mean like I think there's That's gotta the be only a- housewife child I do not like like I there's- can outwardly say I don't like you it's only Avery I'm she's, sorry she's a lot I think there should <laughs> just be mother. some sort of, there should be a passing of the baton though in some way mm-hmm. okay I, I want that um but I agree like the only thing that Ramona did that made me laugh was try to sing yeah I what's going on with this Christmas song where it is just Mariah Carey's song remixed right like that's just like All nothing I want for Christmas just you <laughs> like yeah girl can I, you, I what's funny is that Leah like walked in going like can I get sued for this and I was like okay like it was a lot like she came in guns blazing it felt hot and heavy I was like wait relax but at the same time I was thinking as they kept doing the song, I'm like, wait, can she sue me off for this? I don't think she would ever would, but like, 
this is Mariah Carey's song. No, like I think it's a valid concern. And then, you know, she kind of flipped it too. It was like, I want to know how are the funds for this being given to the charity? Valid question. I think to a normal person, like I'm like, Hey, I'm doing a clothing drive and I'm giving everything to, you know, women in need. I don't think a lot of people are going to question, like, are you going to keep my clothes? But like, I think when you are a business owner and of a certain wealth and you're lending your voice to something, I think it's kind of normal to be like, how is this happening? Are you going to profit off of this one day? And when Leah said like, look, you, I saw you and Sonia get in a fight because you didn't pay her. So I'm just making sure this is actually going to charity. Right. I kind of, I actually started to agree with her at first. I thought I'm like, this is so weird. Why are mm-hmm. you doing this over a charity thing? But like, I, I kind of get it. And then when, like when you hear the song, you're probably thinking, well, we just stole the most well-known iconic Christmas song from Mariah Carey. Yeah. I could probably get sued. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, one of my mixologists um, suggested Leah was asking because she wanted that donation receipt for herself. <laughs> probably. <laughs> like, uh, can, can we all, if you're going to donate this, can we all get a receipt? Like where is the tax documents? I'd I mean, like it. Please. That's what Drew did when she, with that gift. She was like, and I gave a thousand dollars a notion of the donation. I'm like, girl, you got that as a tax write-off and we all know it. Yes, absolutely. Like low key. I'm into it. Like taxes yeah. are a lot. So anytime I can get, get, get it, I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So there's just a few other things I want to point out. And then I could say this episode is over and we can move on. Cause there wasn't much to it. I loved the fact that you picked up, pick up on when the guy who was giving Sonia the flowers walked in, they said clothed model. I like that we've reached this time in Roni that we have to say when people are the nude models and the clothed models. <laughs> yes, I think that's really fun, especially when talking about Sonia, you know, because we don't always know Sonia's relationship with yeah. anybody who is a model, honey. We need to know specifically which one is which because we find ourselves meeting a new um, Lover with Sonia yeah. ever so often. So yes. no, yeah, that was funny. That was cute. And the only other thing is I think Ramona is just triggered by the word black. Like I think I could say black Friday huh, yes. shopping and she's like, I don't want to talk about this. It's my birthday. Why are we talking about this right now? Give everyone oh. a chance to say like, she's like, I'm having a black Shabbat. And Ramona instantly was like, well, I'm not black or I'm going to be there. Like, give her a chance to explain it. Like I felt like she was like so triggered before she even knew what it was. This woman is so painfully afraid. People often say of of her like being called racist. I actually don't think she's afraid of being called racist. I think she's more afraid of how things get narrated on the show because who her friends are. So like if like she says one thing or agrees with one thing, it literally could be like, a conversation in her own circles. Like, yeah, she cares very deeply yeah. about these circles. And we know the circles that she runs in, like that she's running in. So she is afraid that it would get back, like, or that it's going to make her seem a certain way because I don't think Ramona gives two flying fucks about being called a racist. I think she cares that her social circles would be offended by yeah. her being called or them being called a racist. And Ramona cares deeply about her social circles. Like, and you know, everything being black and stuff and that being the moment I think is going to, you know, according to Ramona, that's, I'm being proverbial, but <laughs> she would probably be like, I don't want to seem like, you know, I'm all into this. Like I'm, because that's not the narrative of the friends that she hangs out with. So yeah. she doesn't want to upset them because that matters more. And this is just her paycheck. 
How much like pressure do you think Ramona put on production to be like, um, when you bring in the black friend of, she's my friend? Because no one's buying that Bershawn and Ramona ran in the same circle. I'm not buying it. I think that she knows that, you know, we don't need an actual connection. You know, to, you know how many times we hear a housewife say, I met them a few months ago. Yes, when y'all were filming and they were being cast and you were told, hey, you two are going to be friends. Um, and because, you know, Wendy and Candace, they don't have a real friendship. They didn't yeah. start together. They met each other on the show. And I think Ramona's like, I know this happened, so she's going to be mine. And I also don't think Ramona has had a new friend that she has looked twice at, especially a woman of color in a very long time. If yeah. And that's not even like shady in a way of like her just being like, you know, not open to other people. She's just a social climber. So if you're not going to offer her something and we've seen the route that she takes of what she thinks is powerful, then it, I don't think it really concerns her. And I definitely don't think Brashawn was the one to do that. So I think she definitely was like, yeah, she's going to be my friend. So I don't seem racist, but that's what girl. You can still be racist, even if you have a black friend. You can do a whole lot more work to prove people you're not racist than having a black friend. That's literally the most iconic, like, ideal phrase of the, the racist people. I was just going to say the people, like, that were like, oh, no, I I have a black friend, so I get it. Uh, yeah, okay, okay girl. <laughs> like, oh, Ramona. Like, that's why I'm like, I just, the, the fact that this is her thing. Like, I still am feeling feelings over... Ebony's trying to tell her she's not a fragile white woman, like being like, you're a strong white woman. And her response being, and you're a strong black bitch. And I was like, are we gonna just, we're just gonna let it slide? Okay, I'm sorry. Like, I'm very sensitive <laughs> about things that I guess. Like, I never rolled my eyes hard enough. And I rolled my eyes a lot at Roni, like a lot. Yeah. And I was like, okay, girl, wait, hold on. Like, why? I don't know. It just, Ramona makes me itchy. Like, in everything. Before this season, <laughs> she makes me itchy. So this season, I'm needing a lot of calamine lotion. I would say, you're going to be sick by the end of this season. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I'm, like, rubbing myself in aloe. All right. Well, Mani is registered at Target. Um, she's getting married. So let's add some calamine <laughs> to that and ship it Listen, her Listen, Target has it, too. Like, yeah, they do. They'll get it to you in, like, two hours. Just drive on up. Yes. I love Target. I love me some Target. Okay. Well, best. I think we can just say goodbye to Roni for this episode. There really yes. is nothing else I want to talk about. Let's go to Potomac, the highlight Yay. of the week. The best. I, so I will say, look, a lot of people feel a lot of ways about Ashley Darby. When I look at just Ashley Darby and I don't take into account who she's married to, I actually kind of like her. Like, I think she Absolutely. is a great person. Her husband just ruins her for some people and that's a shame i love that when she sat down with giselle and giselle's like i want to give you like a day of pampering you're gonna have this baby any moment now and she basically was like i don't want to invite karen i think it was really i liked seeing that ashley's like look i know we're good we're getting along you're throwing me a party but i'm still going to request that you include karen because she's a friend of mine i thought that was like a very classy move i do too i i think that ashley is complicated i think you know I, i've said it before on, on on my show and i'll mention it here i think that she has various kinds of arrangements and things that have worked with her and michael for so long and i think where drew the line is when she gets embarrassed or like it becomes too sloppy and you know i had um uh, my friend mandy on my podcast this week and she offered that she thinks michael might get off on getting caught like that that is oh. the high for him is that he does it in these public places because like last season where he went 
to be like to to find a woman or to flirt with this woman it was the mgm grand casino in the national harbor which uh, candace was like around the corner from before not now but <laughs> yeah her old her, dorothy's townhouse is around the corner she he was there like in the middle of the bar this is the same hotel that nini leaks's boutique was at it's since closed but like there are people there fans of the show go mm-hmm. there because they want to see nini like it's a very public public place I think he likes getting caught. And I think that that is something that's maybe spicy for them. Mm-hmm. Like it might have been a thing before. Like it might spark something, spice some jealousy or something like that. But now it's affecting her workplace. And I think that it now makes her look like, you know, kind of Weak. like she doesn't care. Yeah, like she yeah. doesn't care for herself. So I understand why people may not like her because of Michael. But I also think she's a good for the show in a lot of ways that have nothing to do with her family life and her kids and her husband, which is what I like Housewives for, is that we're seeing these women outside of their families, that they're valuable to us outside of who they're married to and them being mothers and all those things. They are whole human beings that give us something else. And what do you think about the rumor that Michael's not allowed to film with the women and that's why we don't see him, like that's why he couldn't go to Karen's like love lunch. And that's why Karen made that big scene of saying, I want you to know that he's welcomed in my home because he's not welcomed in her home. Like because of last year, I forgot about last year completely. I think there's a lot of truth to that because I think otherwise he would have been there. Like it, it yeah. is kind of weird that Ashley went without him, you know? Um, and I, I mean, that was the only one who, she was the only one that showed up solo and it's a love lunch. It's not a, mm-hmm. a lady's lunch. So I know I think there's a lot of truth to it. I think, I mean, to be honest, I don't blame these women and let's, you know, taking a step further. I think production does not enjoy Michael Darby. Obviously he has Mm-mm. allegedly, um, you know, mistreated pe- that group. So I think if the women are like, look, we don't want to film with them. They were probably really quick to be like, then we'll make sure. Yeah. Last season's finale was, I completely forgot about, but that was rough. That was really, really, really a lot. Like the production looked like they were mad. Ashley looked like she was mad. And I just find it so interesting. Like with all that, they still let Ashley stay. Because we always think of like Bravo. We always like get behind someone getting fired every year on some, one of these shows. But like, think about the fact that we let Michael get away with so much. And we're just like, oh, Ashley just, we'll just work around it. Like that doesn't usually happen. She must be extremely kind and gracious to production because I think otherwise she would be gone. I mean, we heard that about Tinsley a lot, that like the production loved her, that she never complained. She was really easy to work with, that when the contracts came in, she just signed it. She never like really like negotiated and stuff. And so maybe Ashley is one of those as well. That's just really easy to work with. She shares a lot. There's really nothing she doesn't put out there. There's not... uh, Mm -hmm a topic or anything that's considered like unsafe. Ooh, so every topic. Yes. All yeah. the holes and everything. <laughs> the holes. It stresses me out. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I got to talk to you like about Ashley. this. Vanessa okay. said she hopes that one day Mia has that conversation with her, that they're that close. Would you ever hope that a future kid is talking about, I go, you want her to talk to you about anal or oral sex? And she's like, well, when you put it that way, I don't really want to know what you're doing (laughs) with your partner. I understand you do have the things because your kids are here, but like, and I was more witted out that her mother was like, well, you gotta, you know, make gotta please them. You gotta, (laughs) no, thank you. No, thank you. I don't like where this is at. Please. No, let's stop right there. Made me very uncomfortable. I was like, no, Ashley, what are you doing? 
whatever, I mean, whatever works for whatever people, if you have that relationship and that's what works great, I would be a little uneasy. I would die. Like I I would (laughs) die. Like it's a, it's a no for me dog, but you go ahead, like go for it, Ashley. You know, that's uh, no, thank you. Maybe because it's Michael. Yeah. You know what? That's true. Michael. If it was like a hot, like guy, I talked about this last episode. It really is like interesting to me how the only two white men on the show are just so god awful, unattractive. Okay, they, I find Chris to not be unattractive because I like his vibe better. Um, I and also love that he cooks because I love to yeah. eat, and every time he makes anything, I'm like, can I have it? Like I like food. So I find him to not be awful in that respect. Like I actually wouldn't mind Candace. I know Dorothy would never allow it, but I actually wouldn't mind Candace talking to her mom or something about that. I think Dorothy would like go nuts and that would kind of make me happy because I believe though that Chris deserves to have like a wife that actually is into him. I'm still trying to rectify for him when she said that their sex was decent. That was so rude to that man. That is really bad. That is really, really bad. No, I just mean like if if these men are just walking down the street, I see Juan Dix in my head turns. I see Eddie, my head turns. I think if Ray was younger, a young Ray would have turned some heads. What do you heads. think of Dr. G? Or not Dr. G, he's just G, right? Yeah, just uh, G. G. Um, I, would, I need to see pictures of him younger. I don't okay, know. Okay, yeah. Do you I don't think, know, but like money talks, wealth whispers. Yeah. I feel like he's a quiet whisperer. As soon as he walks by, I go, you have some things. Yeah, you can you tell. Like he, he carries himself in a, a very... I do like yeah. the way he carries himself. Yeah, and I like I that he's that. not asking for Mia to be home just because like he wants her to take care of the kids. He wants her home with him. He's like, I'm home. Yeah. You don't need this money. Can you relax and like be here with your family yeah. making cupcakes? I like it. So what do you think? Mia sharing her story. I... So it was so heartbreaking for me, especially because we have people that we know that are foster parents and you just, you hear the good, the bad, the ugly of that system. And it can be, there are a lot of great foster parents out there and it is, I couldn't imagine it, but I think there's also some not just as in there are with biological parents, there are some great ones and there are some terrible ones. Yeah, yeah. Mia's story to me was just like so crushing. Yeah, I have a complicated relationship with Mia so far. I don't, I'm not taking to her as soon as I thought I would. Um, and I think a little bit has of that has to be like me checking myself because I think I did give some like old school, like pretty privilege. Like I just thought that because she was just so gorgeous, I was going to be like, oh, I love you because like, you know, like yeah. the, the prom queen effect type yeah. thing. But oh, for sure. I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not diving in the way I thought I would. I think that, her story is definitely one that's interesting and I'm glad she has one. It's in which she has very real things to be here for. And I definitely like that vibe of her. Um, no, I don't know how I feel about her, like playing the housewife game of it all though. Like seeing what they know and then revealing, you know, the truth. Like, I, I don't know something about like the whole the stripper gate thing, like was like weird to me, like her telling us in the next episode, she was a stripper, but the one before it was like, she it was a little cagey yeah. like right like it's like i don't like i want you to be open and honest but i am very curious to see what happens with her mom and i think that how she grew up may have caused a lot of barriers and like when she should be honest and when not to um and i think that is something that we could that is layered that we could probably get into and i appreciate that she's not cold and unopen like erica was when she first came on the show so i guess i appreciate that aspect of her 
I feel the same way. I think there's a piece of her. I feel the same way with her on when she chooses, picks and chooses when to be open. And I think it comes from trauma because the fact that she was just rattling off all of her plastic surgery and it was like no big deal to her, but then kind of like the whole stripper thing. And then like in the next episode, it sounds like maybe she was a bit of an escort as well, you know, which I -hmm. think it's like, there's some trauma there. And so it's like, well, that's the part I'm not going to go deep with, but I'll share the parts that are a little bit easier, almost to the point where it's like, too much. Like, I don't think we needed to know all of her plastic surgery, but she was just like, well, there's some things I don't want to share. So I'm just going to go all in on the things I will. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I I kind of like, there's an onion there. I want to peel back the layers. Yeah. She had to do what she had to do to survive. And I I can definitely respect that. And I think she definitely is a success story in a lot of ways. I mean, look at her now. I think that, you know, but, you know, showing that she's multidimensional is not just what she appears to be. I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I I'm really curious to see what happens with Giselle too. Cause I liked that Giselle's like, Hey, I want to get to know you not with Karen. Like, I think I want to just get to know you. Yeah. It seems like it could just be editing, but it seems like she fires back with a, no, you can't tell me who I can and can't show up with, which I don't think that's that weird. If I was like, Hey, Monty, I want to get lunch with just you. Would you be like, yeah. mad if I was like, Oh, but I like just you, like, I think it's okay. Like I've had times where people are like, let's get lunch. Just you don't bring the kids. Don't bring your husband. I'm not like offended by that. Right. No, I think that that's fine. What I think might have happened is that um, Mia may have got feelers for where everyone was on Giselle, especially the love lunch. And because Mm -hmm. most people kind of mainly Wendy's like spearheaded a campaign of like, you can't do both. You need to stick with the person that you came with or whatever. And most people were like seemingly trying to get on the green train. Like, even Candace was there to try to mend her relationship with Karen. I think she realized that that was the matriarch kind of OG that she needed to kind of hitch her wagon to. So that's where she stayed. And that makes sense um, because it means a lot of things will get filmed. But at the same time, I don't have any issue with Giselle saying people do that all the time. Like I ask people beforehand, like if my fiance can come because we have a lot of the same friends, but sometimes they just want to hang out with me. And I totally yeah, respect that. I agree. I, I yeah, I, I agree. My so fiance you, goes everywhere without me. So nobody's <laughs> ever asking for me. <laughs> I think my husband would say the same thing about me. Like, well, you go to dinners and lunches all the time and I'm not there. <laughs> uh, okay. So speaking of Karen and Candace, uh, that lunch encounter. Oh, it is. You know, what's crazy is that I don't love Candace. I never have, but I've always thought she was fine on the show. This season, I'm actually digging her and it's stressing me out a little bit. And I, am I the only one? Like, I feel her. Like, I get it. Like, I actually do get it. It's because when I, when they reshow all the clips and all the evidence, and they have a lot more evidence of, you know, Karen saying things, you know, about Candace and the situation with Monique, definitely more than that one clip on Beverly Hills of, you know, Tom <laughs> disrespecting Erica, telling her to be quiet one time in 2015. <laughs> but like, when we look back at the footage and Karen, is saying things like I'm team no one or she's like and Candace like but you were there so you know what happened she's like yeah but I'm like on both sides it's like not that Candace is saying that you should not be a friend of Monique still but that you should acknowledge that she that Candace was assaulted first like that that did happen and Karen would not do that and but she would reprimand Monique like privately so I'm just like what is the purpose then here of you 
I kind of understood Candace's pain of like, I don't know if I can trust you because you literally were trying to diminish what happened to me and you were there. Like whether we agree or disagree what happened to Candace, she's like, you were there. So for you to act like you don't have a stake in this answer, like you don't have an opinion, it doesn't make sense. No, I, I agree. Like I found myself starting to side with Candace a little bit towards the end of last season. And even at the reunion, I think like Monique, it's hard. Cause I actually really like Monique too, until Me too. The I way like she them all. I do. Yeah. But I agree. Like if I were there, I think you can say like, I am still your friend, Monique, and I am going to help you through this. And I am all here for you figuring out what triggered you and why you felt the way you did. But at the end of the day, you physically assaulted someone and like, you can't do that. And you need to apologize and move forward with mm-hmm. that, not counter Sue. I think like that's being a good friend. I honestly like looking at summer house, it's probably the reason why I'm starting to not like Paige as much. Cause like she was such an enabler for Hannah and like a yes person. And I think like, I get why Candace is so upset because like, you know, you, like you can be a good friend and tell someone still tell someone they were wrong. There's there's different rhetoric that you could have used, yeah. Karen, and, and and the rhetoric was not. Well, we'll see. And Candace is like, "What do you mean we'll see?" It's like a little gaslighting. Like we don't yeah. need to see you were there. So if and if you're not saying what she did was wrong, but I want to support her through recovery or for, through healing and try to figure out what's wrong with her or what happened there, that's a very different message than. I don't want to take a side because I don't want to piss off my rich friend. Like that's to me, I find Karen, I love Karen and this is how I take, but I find Karen to want to be attached to the richest person in the room. Like she likes oh. to be associated with the status well, of it. I mean, yeah. she literally put the word Potomac in her invitation as if she has multiple homes. She was like, come <laughs> to my Potomac home. Bro, we know where you live at. The address is on the bottom yeah. of the phone. Right. I, yeah, I know that's a, that's a good observation. <laughs> I think that might be more, that might be the motivating force there. Uh, okay. At the pampering spa day, mm-hmm. how hilarious was it when Ashley asked if it was good champagne? Like girl, Google it when you get home. Yes. Like also tacky, but like a scholar, I know there's someone I'm interested in. What's crazy is that I attracted to a scholar immediately. When she came on the scene, I said, I think I like this person. She's giving me wealth vibes without trying too hard. She doesn't seem like she's overzealous to be on camera. So she's doing the friend of job well. She's She came, she was hello to everyone. She was nice to everyone. She didn't try to get too much in the mix with anyone. She was like, but, but she also bought a gift. Love that. You know how to yeah. be a good guest. And you brought expensive gifts. I like you. She kind of gives me Dolores vibes and that like, I don't think she's going to be like a shit disturber. Like you said, she's not going to like get in there and start like arguing with people and like trying to cause a bunch of drama. Mm-hmm. It's like a good calming balance. As much as we love watching people fight, which we'll get into Wendy and Mia, Ooh. you, you need somebody that's a little bit more level-headed and calm. Otherwise it just turns into this big shit show and nobody yeah. wants to watch it. So right. I love her. I think is she, I don't, is she a friend of, cause I didn't feel like she get, was given a title. Is she going to be? Yeah, she's think? a friend of, yeah, okay. she's a hundred percent a friend of, she was at like their like promotional um, okay. lunch that they had in DC and she you, was a friend so did of. Did you meet her? I did not meet her. Um, okay. Steven even told me beforehand that she was going to be a friend okay. of Faces by Bravo. And um, it's the first time we've had a friend of on Potomac in a long time. Yeah. But uh, someone tweeted, not the friend of, bringing in a friend of, because they're saying like Robin's a glorified friend of, which no. I think is so shitty because Robin, to me, has one of the most relatable storylines this year possible. And 
to me, I'm always the most interested in her home life because I never know what the hell we're going to get. Like I have zero awareness of what's happening every single season. There's been so much change. It's their divorce that they live together. Maybe they're fucking, we don't know. Maybe they're together. Okay, are they going to get married? Maybe they're not going to get married. What's happening? Like, is he cheating? There's so many story arcs with her. So I actually really like Robin. But I love she, Robin. She yeah. does give perpetual, like, friend of energy. But I would say she is a good one. Like, she's a very good, I think she's getting in the mix this year. And I'm into it. She's oh, I, mixing yeah. it up. She's not going to be quiet little always late to the party, Robin. I agree. No. I love Robin though. Okay, let's talk about Wendy and Mia. That Ooh. like um, TikTok. I, I <laughs> Wendy, I'm like slow it down, doctor. You were like she came in gums blazing. I think she was looking for a fight at that event. Oh, honey, she rehearsed that we all morning in the shower. Like <laughs> yeah. she put it in the shower. She said cuz she was like staring into the sky. Like I do whenever I'm like rereading someone that like, I feel, you know, like after you finish a conversation and you didn't get to say everything you wanted to say in that heated argument, you're like in the car at home, just talking back to them <laughs> and they are not there. And you're like retelling them exactly how you feel. She was rehearsing her read from earlier. Like just, I got time today. I am Zen Wayne, but I have time. So TikTok, Mia. And I'm like, so how many times did you come up with that in the car? Yeah, she practiced it. It was good. Oh, for sure. I mean, it was yeah. cute. I like my reads a little unrehearsed, but <laughs> I like my, if anything, my most memorable moment from Wendy is anybody want a titty? Like, that was very yeah. funny to me. But people don't like it when you try to become your own meme. Like, you're trying to give me Nene Leaks energy. And the best part about Nene was that she would say things and you're like, wait, where did that even come from? Like, it was just out genuinely from her head. But I don't know. What do you think is going on with Wendy? Because I've gotten a lot of different, I've had people on who think she is going through an identity crisis and maybe a little insecure, not because of the plastic surgery, but just like in general, trying to figure out who she is. And there's people who have been like, she may not love everything that she's worked so hard to become anymore. It may not fulfill her the same way. And now she wants to lean fully into housewives. And then other people say that maybe things kind of got dried up career-wise because of her association with housewives. So now she's leaning into it even more, which after last season, Loki could believe anything. Yeah. It's like weird to me because I feel like she is so accomplished. Like I talked about on the podcast, uh, I think two weeks ago, maybe last week, there is nothing wrong with creating a candle company. Like I am not knocking that at all, but I think if you're somebody with four degrees and you're a professor and you've done all of these things that she's done and you're so accomplished, it's like, that is a very big pivot and it feels like something's missing or you're like trying to make up for a void. So I think there is something where Mm -hmm. she's having an identity crisis, whether that's something that she's like inflicted upon herself because of being on housewives and now like the opportunities are different or she like was fired or she's choosing these things. It does just feel like she's like struggling to figure out who she really is. Mm -hmm. I do wonder that like, to me, it's like, it does feel like a reinventing, like, and the plastic surgery is part of it. Like, it's one thing to like get your boobs done and get a little tummy tuck, but like she got the whole whole body, which great, whatever you need to do, girl. But then it's fresh after a baby too. Yeah. And then, yes. But then it's like, now I'm Zen when, and I'm creating a candle company. It's like, you're doing a lot at once. Like, I don't think it was just, I wanted a better post baby body. I think it was just like, I don't know who I am. And my, I, my, my guest this week on my show, she was telling me about like the rumors that she heard in the 
DC Nigerian community. I was like, the nachos got your ears to every street, honey. And um, the word on the street yeah. is uh, he, he very cheated. much so that, yes, but like that her um, mother, like his, the reason that his family doesn't really vibe with him or that, or that much is because of some disrespect that her family may have shown to his family and that oh. she may have over-exaggerated um, allegedly the standing that her mother has in the community and they don't love oh. the way that she like portrays four degrees, four degrees, four degrees. Like that's actually not something that they do because a few of those degrees, they're like, that's kind of mandatory. Like in, in their community, according yeah. to the, the resources that we have. So it makes some sense to me that she may be trying to go the opposite way because it might be, there might be a little bit of some, some, you know, some shoulders that are a little bit yeah. more frigid. So she's trying to impress um, people, but she can't do it with her right. degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And, and now she's going back into the whole housewife world because that's a world that would be a little bit different and more accepting of who she is. But I think money well spent, but I do think also that she is taking out whatever she is trying to sort within herself out on me. The girl just like walked in the door and Wendy was like, I hate you. And I'm I just think like, why? It was like, I think she was like mad because it was like Wendy at first said she didn't get her butt done. And then Mia's like, here's everything I've had done. And it was like, Wendy was like, okay, well, I did have my butt done, but I didn't want to tell you guys. And I'm like, but this is really weird now. Like mm-hmm. you should have just said it from the beginning. Like what changed in an hour? So like, there is something with Mia. I often times too think like anything with life. If I find myself immediately annoyed or not liking somebody, it's usually because they have something there's some like their personality trait in them. That's like really loud that they love that I actually don't like about myself. And so I think there is like something that like Mia does that Wendy doesn't like about herself. So she just like projects that onto that person. Wait, let me not just shit on Wendy. I actually also think Mia very much so welcomed that fight. She seemed very open to it. Like, yeah, this is for TV. Let's do it. So like, that's what I'm saying. There's a complicated relationship I have with Mia where she seems like, not just like that she's an open book, but that she pick and chooses when she wants to be open for the benefit of the show, which I don't hate because I know you're on a show. So I, it's like, it's, I'm trying to figure out my own feelings about it because it feels like she was welcoming. Like she was like, well, let's talk about it then. At a spa girl, like take the real housewife thing to do was to be like, I'd love to get together with you because I think we got off on the yeah. wrong foot. And then you go to a lunch and you have like a mom come up and you're fighting each other and a mom's gonna <laughs> invite you to France and they can't because you're too busy fighting. That yeah. is the Potomac housewife thing today. I agree. But I, I feel like Wendy, uh, not Wendy, I think Mia knew the assignment though. I like feel like there was somebody that was like, okay, if you want to do this, I'm going to, we're going to make it a scene and we're going to have fun with it. I am oh, just yes. curious to see the, how this, like the, like the division in the group from it, because even Giselle was like, Wendy, you've got to let somebody like, you can't just like yell, 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 yell. And then think that like, you're going to be the winner of it. Like, I think Wendy really thought like Giselle and Robin were like, Oh girl, you won that one. And they're like, all you did was out talk her. You yeah. Didn't, like really. But Giselle couldn't even get her word in. So <laughs> even back her up. And Wendy's like, you know what? I see this is a one-way train. This is loyalty on one side. I'm like, are you okay? Like, what I just want to know, like, what do you see? Like, what is Wendy's sign? Like, what are you, like, what you are experiencing, I'm not going to say is not happening, but I am just saying it may be, you might be um, the, uh, more of a target in your mind than you think you are. I don't yeah. think that you're, at, you know, as big of a target to anybody. Giselle looked like she was trying to butt in, so... I don't know the issue Of course, Giselle wanted to. There was drama happening and she wasn't the center of it. Yeah. 
at the Potomac T, it was Robin, Giselle, and Candace that were taking all the pictures together. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody else on the other side. Well, I guess Very we know. I guess but we Mia know. posted no pictures of any of them on her social media. It was just her and her friends that she invited. Oh, and Ascala. She was in some pictures with Robin and Giselle. Because that's Robin wasn't with Mia. Right. Yeah, okay. Okay. I was like, oh, Robin and, uh, I mean, Mia and Ascala. Like, I would not have. Yeah, uh, no. yeah. Okay. I was just like, so there was some Karen and Mia. I saw some Ashley, Karen, and Wendy. Like, it was, it looked like the divide that I expected, which uh, don't love, don't hate. Like, yeah. I, I don't like it when my housewives are completely divided. I prefer someone be a back and forth. Um, I think it could be Ashley. So, but isn't that crazy? That's who we're relying on to keep the show married <laughs> together is Ashley Darby. I, mm. I like, I like her. I think this could be like a really big breakthrough season for her. I think so too. I really, what do you think about people's thoughts on her taglines? This is the second year in a row that it's about um, basically diaper changing. Um, Especially, I think the people are only adverse to it because so much of what we do like about Ashley, if anything, for some people, is her life outside, is her outside of her home. Because yes, her kids are cute, but we don't like the reminder that she keeps procreating with Michael. So we like her to be like anything but, but it's a big thing for her right now. But clearly she's very invested in anything but her kids when she's like when she's in the mix she's in the mix like she's definitely available she's the best pregnant housewife i think we've ever had too say i mean like teddy mellencamp pregnant like was just god awful and ashley pregnant has been amazing um i i get it because i feel like when you're in the thick of it like i feel like i still sometimes forget like when i'm having lunch with the people like they don't want to just hear about my kids so i think it's just the phase of life she's in but i get to other people like Mm -hmm. can you have a tagline that's not about you know, having little kids. Yeah. Um, I think she was trying to be cute too. I just think she's not one of those people that like, I mean, Ashley's never given us a one-liner that's like stuck. We don't have like a buy wig, who going to check you, boo, word yeah. on the street. Like we don't have yeah. that from her. Uh, and so Ooh, I just think like she, she struggles with that. But we get it from all the other women so far. Well, I mean, Wendy's trying to create her own and that's not going to work. But Zen when? Zen when? Can- <laughs> yeah, no, it's a no for me. Giselle and Karen both have some and, and, um, Robin, it's, 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 it's been a brew, but it'll happen. I'm Robin's sure. just a mood. I think like with Robin, it's just a vibe. Yeah. It's not like she is such a vibe. Yeah. Like her being like, listen, first of all, maybe I, I'm not a parent, so I'm not judging, but like her kids can get themselves up. They got cell that's, phones. They have alarm clocks. That's kind of my thought. I'm like, well, one, you probably shouldn't be sleeping until one o'clock in the afternoon, but like, why can't your kids at that age wake themselves up? Also, sir, why aren't you waking them up? It's a global pandemic. The sports were canceled. You're home. <laughs> Literally, you're home telling Robin she should wake up y'all's kids. Go wake up I, your son yourself. Okay. I did love, though, that she woke one up and then went back to bed. And when Juan, <laughs> Juan came in, she's like, I got three minutes until I need to wake him up. <laughs> Literally, Robin is the most relatable person on TV right now. I'm I sorry. love her. Like, I love I her. I feel her so hard. Like, And it's also so clear that she is obviously going through some kind of depression. And it's really upsetting me for how fine Juan is that he is not understanding just how easy this was for literally anybody like anybody was getting depressed and if you've never had an issue with depression COVID brought that shit out of you because she she just didn't expect it to go this long and she didn't expect to be announced this much it was tough it is tough 
It is tough. And I think I also am like, how, dude, it's 2021. How tone deaf are you that you can't see she's depressed? The Maybe the best thing to do would not be make her feel worse about the fact that she can't get out of bed. It's maybe to like talk to her, be like, I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Like what's going on? This isn't you. Like, you know, we saying it's you. unattractive is a yeah. whole lot of no for me. Like I was like, Oh boy, if you don't get out of here. I think we're seeing part like, you know, like we know he, he did cheat on her and then she took him back. I think we're kind of seeing though, why she wasn't like a hundred percent all in, in the beginning. Cause everyone's like, you guys are dating. You guys are dating. And she's like, no, we're not. And it didn't seem like she was like ready mm. for it. I kind of see it now. Like if that's, do you imagine, think they'll get married? I do. Um, I do. think with them at this point, it is just more of like a partnership and a companionship. I don't think there's a lot of, sexual spark there but i do think there is a true love for one another another and even as he was talking Mm -hmm. about like how he really would love to have another kid with her um because he wants a girl and stuff i do think there is like he does love her i just don't think it's the healthiest marriage for either one of them yeah culturally i am conflicted because i really want better for robin and i actually want better for Juan. that i think he needs to do the work internally and yeah. recognize some things because mental health is very important and if you're going to be taking care of kids at a college you need to know that um but i also know so much of my community is plagued with the karen idea that if you don't have a man like a happy man at home you are like a worthless it's the atlanta effect it's the Potomac effect. It is the one thing she consistently comes after Giselle for. It's the reason why Giselle will not let this man in the phone go. It's the reason why Karen wants so desperately to have, make it look like her and Ray are having the best sex of their lives and they love each other and renewing their vows. It's the reason even Robin won't hold, like, she won't let go, but like isn't in a rush either because mm-hmm. they feel like there is nothing but like shame on you if you let a man go at some point. It's Portia has said it. If anybody watches Married to Medicine, Dr. Heavenly, I love her to death, but that's all she ever preaches is where's your man? Where's your man? And that's almost like a whole cosmetic dental surgeon type thing. (laughs) Like you are accomplished without a man and they don't believe that all the time, especially women of a particular age and especially in our community. And it is truly the most eye rolling inducing experience ever because Robin could do so. That woman, for her to look this good during a pandemic, knowing that she may or may not be depressed Girl, I'm jealous. Like her waist on is tight, and she is like eating Chick Fil A all the time. I know the way he described it to eat Chick Fil A like, four times a day practically, and she looks like that and still looks gorgeous. Girl, I wish you I could, could get like another. That. Thank eating you. Chick-fil-A. Wouldn't that be amazing? I think about Chick Fil A, and my body is like, okay, so obviously you just don't want to ever wear pants again, and that's your choice. I think about Chick Fil A daily. I, I think about Chick-fil-A all the time. Think about donuts <laughs> all the time. And my body, like, okay, so you just don't want to wear pants. That's your choice. But know that that's what's going to happen. And then I'm like, okay, I'll just have a bite. And the body is like, okay, that was your choice. I hope you know that. <laughs> so, uh, listen, Mommy, I love this is why I love Robin. you. <laughs> Mommy, thank you so much for coming on. I love chatting all things Housewives with you. I almost forgot. Thank we do, ha- we do a shout out every week. Um, yes. And I want this week's shout out to be the goat although we need a new phrase for it um the new just all around best i think simone biles what she did this week was awesome i know she faced a lot of backlash for it and i think she knew that going into it and the fact that she was just like hey i really don't care what anyone thinks anymore i'm doing what's best for me is awesome and you have people like carrie strug saying like i didn't get a choice when my leg hurt i had to go do that vault again 
Like, it's just, I think it's making us realize um, the whole playing through the pain thing. That's not a, necessarily mm-hmm. an athlete, you know, having grit and determination. It's like the pressure of not being allowed to make a choice for yourself. So I just mm-hmm. thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. She stood up for herself this week. Yeah, I think it's amazing. I mean, to be told that you're not going to be scored beyond a certain point, like to go in knowing that you can't even perform technically at your best and now you're somehow going to get penalized for being too good, to have to face your own trauma and have PTSD literally in the same experiences and in the same places that like she wasn't even listened to for so many years beforehand and then get that opportunity to express. And then to have the entire world just criticizing her that they know how to flip anything on their body. <laughs> so like, it's just, I think that it is so amazing what she did, but also that it teaches little girls, little boys of color and in general that your mental health is valuable. Not just what your physical body can do, but what mm-hmm. you think and how you feel is very important. And taking care of that is a priority. It is the yeah. priority. And that is definitely a message that is new to the world, um, especially for spectators. But it's one that I would definitely like to encourage, especially in younger kids, that they are, yes, going to the Olympics is great. Working really hard is great. And you should do that. But you're nothing if not your best self first. So you need to be at your best. And she didn't feel like she was. And I think it's more important that she go home and cultivate whatever that is for her. And I think that's dope. She's great. I love it. I love it. Um, and I love you, Moni. Tell everyone how they can find you, how they can listen to you, how they can follow oh you, all the things. Thank you so much for having me. I had such a good time. It's been so long. I'm so excited to have been here. Um, so thanks, Vanessa, for having fun in the hills and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me anywhere you listen to this um, by searching Mixing with Moni and on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Mixing with Moni as well. M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. I just put out an episode today. Actually, whenever oh, you're listening timing. to this, so Thursday, whenever. By the time you listen to this, is one out, girl. So go get you some. Um, and the easiest way, best way to support us is completely free. So please go subscribe to Mixing with Moni. Give her five stars. Leave an awesome review. And if you'd like That's to please. do more than a free support, uh, she is also on Patreon at Mixing with Moni, um, yeah. as are we, Real Moms of Bravo. So that we can keep putting out all this great content. It uh, basically is a part-time job uh, with less than the minimum wage. Uh, being Girl, there is zero dollars involved. Yeah. But please, yes, <laughs> go and do that. And please support your, your teachers and local teachers. We both, I think yes. both of our accounts have been posting wish lists of um, teachers and things of that nature. So do that because they don't get any stipends or anything to take care of your kids. So, Amen. And with that, we will catch you next week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a... This workout is fun, and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy, and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.